Although the details will differ, the tragedies, the unanticipated tests and trials, both physical and spiritual, come to each of us because this is mortality. We search for happiness, we long for peace, we hope for love, and the Lord showers us with an amazing abundance of blessings. But intermingled with the joy and happiness, one thing is certain. There will be moments, hours, days, sometimes years, when your soul will be wounded. Wounds of the soul are not unique to the rich or the poor, to one culture, one nation, or one generation. They come to all and are part of the learning we receive from this mortal experience. My message is especially to those who are keeping the commandments of God, keeping their promises to God, and are confronted with trials and challenges that are unexpected and painful. Our wounds may come from a natural disaster or an unfortunate accident. They may come from an unfaithful husband or wife turning life upside down for a righteous spouse and children. The wounds may come from the darkness and gloom of depression, from an unanticipated illness, from the suffering or premature death of someone we love, the sadness from a family member dismissing his or her faith, the loneliness when circumstances do not bring an eternal companion, or a hundred other heart-wrenching, painful sorrows that the eye can't see. We each understand that difficulties are part of life, but when they come to us personally, they can take our breath away. Without being alarmed, we need to be ready. Along with the bright colors of happiness and joy, the darker colored threads of trial and tragedy are woven deeply into the fabric of our Father's plan. These struggles, although difficult, often become our greatest teachers. However deep the wounds of your soul, whatever their source, wherever or whenever they happen, and for how short or long they persist, you are not meant to perish spiritually. You are meant to survive spiritually and blossom in your faith and trust in God. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, through the incalculable gift of His Atonement, not only saves us from death and offers us through repentance forgiveness for our sins, but He also stands ready to save us from the sorrows and pains of our wounded souls. The Savior is our Good Samaritan, sent to heal the brokenhearted. He comes to us when others pass us by. With compassion, He places His healing balm on our wounds and binds them up. He carries us. He cares for us. He bids us, come unto me and I shall heal you. How can painful wounds be for our good? In the crucible of earthly trials, patiently move forward, and the Savior's healing power will bring you light, understanding, peace, and hope. 
Hold on to these words. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. You are a valiant child of God, and with his help, you can triumph in the battles of this fallen world. Your troubles and sorrows are very real, but they will not last forever. Your dark night will pass because the sun did rise with healing in his wings. It is my promise to you that increasing your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will bring you added strength and greater hope. The healer of our souls in his time and his way will heal all your wounds and wipe away all tears from your eyes. No injustice, no persecution, no trial, no sadness, no heartache, no suffering, no wound. However deep, however wide, however painful, will be excluded from the comfort, peace, and lasting hope of him whose open arms and whose wounded hands will welcome us back into his presence. I once sent a message to my daughter and son-in-law using the voice-to-text feature on my phone. I said, hey, you two, sure love you. They received, hate you two, should love you. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how easily a positive and well-intentioned message can be misunderstood? This is what sometimes happens with God's messages of repentance and worthiness. Some mistakenly receive the message that repentance and change are unnecessary. God's message is that they are essential. But doesn't God love us despite our shortcomings? Of course. He loves us perfectly. I love my grandchildren, imperfections and all. But that does not mean I don't want them to improve and become all they can become. God loves us as we are, but he also loves us too much to leave us this way. Growing up unto the Lord is what mortality is all about. Change is what Christ's atonement is all about. Not only can Christ resurrect, cleanse, console, and heal us, but through it all, he can transform us to become more like him. Some mistakenly receive the message that repentance is a one-time event. God's message is that repentance is a process. We read in Preach My Gospel, repentance and recovery may take time. So forsaking sin and having no more disposition to do evil but to do good continually are lifetime pursuits. Life is like a cross-country road trip. We can't reach our destination on one tank of gas. We must refill the tank over and over. Taking the sacrament is like pulling into the gas station. As we repent and renew our covenants, we pledge our willingness to keep the commandments, and God and Christ bless us with the Holy Spirit. In short, 
we promise to press forward on our journey, and God and Christ promise to refill the tank. Some mistakenly receive the message that they are not worthy to participate fully in the gospel because they are not completely free of bad habits. God's message is that worthiness is not flawlessness. Worthiness is being honest and trying. We must be honest with God, priesthood leaders, and others who love us, and we must strive to keep God's commandments and never give up just because we slip up. Elder Bruce C. Hafen said that developing a Christ-like character requires patience and persistence more than it requires flawlessness. The Lord has said, the gifts of the Spirit are given for the benefit of those who love me and keep all my commandments and him that seeketh so to do. Elder D. Todd Christofferson is counseled to deal with something very big. We may need to work at it in small daily bites, incorporating new and wholesome habits into our character, or overcoming bad habits or addictions most often means an effort today, followed by another tomorrow, and then another perhaps for many days, even months and years. But we can do it because we can appeal to God for the help we need each day. Remember, change is possible. Repentance is a process, and worthiness is not flawlessness. Most important, Remember that God and Christ are willing to help us right here and now. Some mistakenly receive the message that God is waiting to help until after we repent. God's message is that he will help us as we repent. His grace is available to us no matter where we are in the path of obedience. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf has said, God does not need people who are flawless. He seeks those who will offer their heart and a willing mind, and he will make them perfect in Christ. So many have been hurt by broken and strained relationships that it is difficult for them to believe in God's compassion and long-suffering. They struggle to see God as he is, a loving Father who meets us in our need and knows how to give good things to them that ask him. His grace is not just a prize for the worthy. It is the divine assistance he gives that helps us become worthy. It is not just a reward for the righteous. It is the endowment of strength he gives that helps us become righteous. We are not just walking toward God and Christ. We are walking with them. Across the church, young people recite the young women and Aaronic priesthood quorum themes. From New Zealand to Spain to Ethiopia to Japan, young women say, I cherish the gift of repentance. From Chile to Guatemala to Moroni, Utah, young men say, as I strive to serve, exercise faith, repent and improve each day, I will qualify to receive temple blessings and the enduring joy of the gospel. I promise those blessings and that joy are real and within reach for those who keep all the commandments and him that seeketh so 
to do. When you feel like you have failed too many times to keep trying, remember Christ's atonement and the grace it makes possible are real. His arms of mercy are extended toward you. You are loved today in 20 years and forever. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Zone.